but don't overcomplicate the process. And that's what we're kind of taking a step back right now to rethink or reimagine the whole recruitment talent acquisition process, ensuring that we're keeping it simple. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and today I have a conversation with my friend, Ryan Maglione. Ryan is the Senior VP of Commercial Talent at Cineos Health. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this will be interesting with two Ryans back and forth here. That's always good. So let's start out like we usually do and tell us your story about your personal journey in TA, how you got started in recruiting, which is always interesting, and maybe a little bit around your background leading up to your current role. Yeah, so giving a little background on me and kind of how I got here, probably not the path I defined for myself when I was in college in my undergraduate degree, but I actually started in a more of a psychology and education program. And, but when I came out of my undergraduate degree prior to going into my master's, I decided to grab some work experience just to make sure I was headed in the right path that I thought I was headed into. And part of that, I had a bunch of friends who were really scientists who came out of college in a scientific capacity. And they had worked with this recruiting firm that had found them all jobs. So I reached out to someone at that firm and said, hey, you know, just like my other three buddies that came through this, your organization, I'm looking for my first role. They invited me in. I sat in front of them and they said, you're not a scientist. And quickly they said, but have you ever thought about recruiting? So that's kind of where it began. And they even literally that afternoon, they gave me a list of names and put me on the phones and said, let's see if you even enjoy it. And I sincerely fell in love immediately. I mean, it was a bullpen of recruiters who were all getting along great. They were connected on ideas and sharing strategies and it was a really, really fast-paced environment that started my career in, in recruitment. And it was a small scientific staffing for contingent workforce and boutique executive search firm bolted onto it. And so from there, just truly enjoyed it. I have to tell you, I had a passion for the candidate, but at the same time, truly enjoyed making that connection to what I believe to be or realized to be probably the top two or three things that an organization focuses on. They're focusing on talent, and, and it's probably the top one or two key things to their success. And in a personal way, the candidate, this is probably outside of family and health, the most important thing in their life. So I was really tying those two things together when I was early in my career and recognizing how important a role I could play in people's careers and generally people's businesses. 
Yeah, that's great. I love how you tie that together. And it's a great summary. I mean, we're all pulled into this profession somehow. So it is unique and get pulled in and ultimately grateful for it because it's a wonderful profession and adds a tremendous amount of value. I love how you kind of tie it together on kind of the value proposition and what it means for you. How about from there, like walk through a little bit on your background going from that staffing firm into how you ended up in your current role? Yeah. So through that organization, which I spent 11 years really developing both my recruitment, my talent strategy, but also management. They really advanced folks quickly through the organization, those who performed and really loved managing people, managing teams, building a talent strategy, even within our clients for out from a consulting perspective, but also internally from a recruitment delivery and operations perspective. And so developing there, I've spent all 25 years plus of my career on the life sciences side. So it kind of added something, you know, I had the talent portion, but I really enjoyed the life science, pharmaceutical healthcare space and having that potential impact in a good way amongst community and health and patients. And so I continued that. So 11 years in that organization, moved and advanced into a company that was Inventive Health, which ultimately became Cineos Health, which is where I'm at today. But I will say this, I've really enjoyed really connecting talent delivery and recruitment with talent strategy, with systems and technology. And it's funny because, you know, back when I originally got into the space, systems technology weren't a really important thing because they really didn't exist. They weren't invested in, they weren't key to success. And boy, over time, you recognize data that came out of these systems and the importance of data in making talent decisions. So that's led me even further down the path of really integrating and thinking about what I do here today at Cineos, which is bringing the technology, the right people, and certainly the right process to deliver talent strategies for our clients internally. But also because we're a services organization at Cineos Health, we work very closely with our external clients in the life sciences space. And so we're able to bring that together in one solution for our clients. Yeah, that's really powerful. And you're absolutely right. I mean, it's what I do all day, every day right now, but was a practitioner for almost 20 years and understood like the emergence of technology and data and the importance of that leg of the stool from a strategic capabilities perspective is just continues to grow, but you need the other legs as well. So as you think about your role, help, I guess, for the audience benefit, talk a little bit about kind of scope of your role, size of your team, number of roles that you fill on an annual basis, those types of things. And then we'll talk about some of the initiatives that you've led. Yeah. So a little bit about Cineos Health. We're a life science consulting organization is probably the best way to put it. We have two organizations or divisions within the company. One of which is doing everything clinical research and development. So everything around, if you will, helping our clients run clinical trials, manage clinical data, really from that perspective. And then commercialization. Everything, once that product, getting that product approved and getting it out to the market educating HCPs and healthcare practitioners, as well as patients on that product. And so my organization, we're about 140 talent acquisition specialists, operations, talent assessment, and delivery. We're in about 70 countries. My division probably focused a little bit heavier on about 15 to 20 geo regions. But our team is really central because our organization is a consulting organization, a product development organization, and we're helping our clients bring products to market. 
and accelerate that process. So the talent that we're hiring for Cineos Health is critical to our business success. And so it really is fun from a recruitment perspective. And that's why I've been here for about 14, almost 15 years. Talent's at the center of our success. And that really puts recruiting and talent acquisition in the spotlight all the time. We have to be cutting edge. We have to have the best technologies and tools. We have to have the best recruitment talent to ensure that we know how to deliver for the business. And so the scope of our role today, we operate about 140, 150 talent acquisition specialists. We're hiring about 6,000 on our side of the vision. As a whole, we're doing about 12,000 hires per year within the organization. And we're approaching 30,000 employees globally as an organization in total. Yeah. So that's a little bit about the Cineos Health organization and kind of where we sit within that. That's great. So maybe if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit around maybe some of where you've come, kind of some of the key initiatives to help you build out that strategy and capability over the last few years here. And then then we'll shift gears and talk about like where you're going a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'd be remiss not to start with the people. And no matter what your process and how efficient and well-designed it is and how great your technology is, if you don't have the right people and the right leadership in town acquisition, number one, it's hard to build the trust. It's hard to build the energy that's necessary to be successful, but also ultimately the strategy that it takes to be successful with our clients. And so my career has been built around hiring and training and developing and certainly mentoring the best talent possible in talent acquisition. And to me, that's where it all begins. But I would say that when it comes to some of the key areas and focus and trends that we're trying to keep up with is the big thing within our team today is talent engagement. And what are we doing with talent engagement, employment branding and value proposition to make sure that we know we have the right culture and the right thinking and the right people in the organization, but are we sending that message and communicating that message in a way that's meaningful? And are we engaging the talent proactively about our organization? And I think that's been a really big thing for us is thinking about talent engagement. And because listen, in this market over the past several years, and I think even if you look out some period of time, we have to do the right things to engage talent and tell our story. And we've been really thinking and investing and really building a process for that over the past couple of years that we think has really been impactful in our business. So I'd say that piece number one, I mean, Ryan, I look at you and I say, man, SageMark is in the right spot because we have some really great minds around talent technology and we can't stay ahead of that curve. And so we've been doing a lot of investment in our thinking and our strategy around talent technologies and data and how are we trending there as an organization, but also looking out into the, around the curve of talent technology and data. And so we've been doing a lot of investment in the right technology, the right talent suites to make sure that we are giving our team the right tools to stay ahead of that curve. It's no easy task. I get it. So I applaud you for doing that. It is growing so fast, so rapidly, so many changes. I love helping TA leaders be successful, but I don't envy the position that you're in today with how fast the technology capabilities are moving. And unfortunately, how many mistakes are being made it's really a scary time, but also a rewarding time for TA leaders that, that do get it right. So yeah, I think it's really, really important. And so that, those are some great initiatives. Talk a little bit about how you're looking at the future. Like what are some key initiatives that you're kind of lining up with your team over the course of you know, the next 12 months? 
So I think the next 12 months to us is really about building and evolving our town engagement strategy. And we think we've really built a real core for how we use proactive communication with talent, how we've built our brand and our storytelling. But now we're looking at evolving that. I mean, as an organization, we're heavily focused on diversity of talent across the board from ethnic, veteran, different areas of diversity within the organization and putting emphasis in different functions for diversity within the organization. So diversity is really looking out, ensuring that we are doing all the things we need to do to build and amplify our diversity within the organization. That's piece number one for our talent acquisition team. But here's probably the most important thing that we are, listen, partially reacting to, but partially looking ahead around the corner, which is building talent versus buying talent. So we're really focused on building talent strategies across the organization to the supply demand is out of whack. I mean, within the talent or labor markets and, and especially within healthcare, which is where we sit. And so we're heavily focused on talent development, building talent pipelines that might come from within, or they may come externally, but maybe not from the normal channels or traditional channels of talent that we typically have thought about. So for example, we're dedicating a percentage of our talent acquisition externally to non-industry talent. So looking outside the healthcare industry. Another large percentage of early career, where we typically or historically didn't look at that, but how do we build that talent pipeline because we hadn't done it in the past? So those are things that we're thinking about and really formalizing a strategy, but also executing that strategy at the same time, because partially it's reactive and then partially it's proactive looking around out the next 12 to 18 months. Yeah, that's great. Those are some great initiatives. And yeah, the reality of the markets today and the environment that we're operating in today you have to innovate, you have to be strategic in, in what you're doing. So kudos to you and your team for thinking outside and doing those things. Your organization will thank you for it, I hope. So. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Let me add to that yeah. a little bit because that strategy has to be backed up with the right systems and tools and technologies. So traditional recruiting for experienced folks in our industry took different thinking. And now going after the early career talent, text recruiting, and the yes. systems and tools and the integration with our ATS, we now need to think a little bit differently. And then how do you measure the result of that amongst different types of talent types and functional areas? And video. We've been using video for 10 years, but the truth is now we have to use video a little bit differently. I mean, you know? it's all evolved, right? And it's yeah. kind of like the consumer experience has evolved, the, the candidate experience has evolved too, and the expectations have evolved. And those that continue to try to do things in a traditional method or the way they've always done it will get left behind and already are getting left behind. And it's just, you got to meet candidates where they are and meet their expectations and bring them, find ways to engage them and delight them through your process. And it's a tech-enabled process that is the expectation right now. That's reality. So sure. Last question I have for you is, What's some advice that you would give to others in the profession, something you've learned, something that you tell your teams, maybe a little bit of both, but what's some advice that you would share for others in the talent acquisition profession? Yeah, it's funny. We're going through a process right now with our leadership team in talent acquisition, and this is going to sound a little silly, but keep it simple. What we've learned over the past several years is all these new technologies and thinkings and strategies are really good and you have to adopt them. You have to stay ahead of the curve with them. 
but don't overcomplicate the process. And that's what we're kind of taking a step back right now to rethink or reimagine the whole recruitment talent acquisition process, ensuring that we're keeping it simple. And that means keeping it simple for the recruiter, keeping it simple for the candidate, and then keeping it simple end user or the hiring manager. And so to us, we are looking at that. And if I had to have, make a suggestion or a recommendation to somebody that's maybe new to the leadership role, don't overcomplicate the process and think about the simplicity of it because that's what will drive success quicker in talent acquisition. I think that's great. You're speaking my language. I talk about it all the time. I have a sign in my office. It's as simple as beautiful. I absolutely love that. And we in the talent acquisition profession experience it all the time when over years, there's one workaround or one compliance element or one additional step, and it's just one thing. But then all of a sudden you look down and you're like, how did I get 297 steps in our process? It shouldn't take that. It shouldn't be this hard. And then we're working to simplify something really cool that I've started doing with some of our clients is talking around, how do you simplify what you're doing currently but take a step back and what is the minimum number of required steps you could do this in? So completely kind of starting at zero and figuring out what is the minimum possible and how do we remove as many friction points as we possibly can through this process. And it's, it's a fun process to go through and it's really rewarding, but you're absolutely right. It's easy to get things overcomplicated and then it negatively impacts all the stakeholders, your hiring managers, your candidates, your recruiters everybody is negatively impacted by overcomplicating things. That's an excellent piece of advice and I love it. All right. Cool. Well, great, Ryan. It's always fun to talk with you. I really appreciate you joining me on the show. I think you did a great job and appreciate your help. Thanks, Ryan. Really appreciate you having me. Great, great conversation. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.